Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Judges 2 7. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is Judges 2-7. The people served the Lord throughout the lifetime of Joshua and of the elders who outlived him and who had seen all the great things the Lord had done for Israel. Today's verse and those that follow remind us of how important it is to intentionally remember and reflect on God's truth, his promises, and all that he's done. So this was shortly after God's people had entered into the promised land, and these men and women were drastically different than the generation that had preceded and those that followed them. Some of you might be familiar with Old Testament history and the birth of the Israelite nation. Exodus tells us that through numerous miraculous acts, God freed his people from 400 years of slavery and oppression and led them through Moses toward the land he had long promised them. But though he remained with them and cared for their every need, the people frequently rebelled. Their conversations were filled with complaining and expressions of doubt much more frequently than with gratitude and praise. And then, when it finally came time for them to take hold of God's gift of land, land he had already given them, all they needed to do was take hold of it. But... Focusing on the challenges ahead and the size and the number of their enemies rather than the promises, the power, the faithfulness, and provisions of their God, they became overwhelmed by fear and they refused. They were so frightened, in fact, that Numbers 14 verse 1 tells us the whole community began weeping loudly and they cried all night. Can you imagine Now, I don't know if the phrase whole community is more of a generalization, similar to how we might use everyone to indicate a majority, but considering their population sat somewhere around 2.4 million, if even half of them, 1.2 million, were crying, that would have been a lot of people, a lot of noise. And they cried all night long awfulizing and catastrophizing. If only we had died in Egypt, they wailed. 
or even in the wilderness? Why is the Lord taking us to this country only to have us die in battle? Our wives and our little ones will be carried off as plunder. No doubt their children heard them and probably became equally, if not more, terrified. The freaked out mob wanted to revolt, to find a leader who would take them back to Egypt, back to slavery. And I have to pause here. Sometimes we forget just how bad life was before God redeemed us. And that's a problem because as the Israelites history reveals, when we forget, we're in danger of regressing, of returning to those things that once enslaved us. As the Israelites might have done if God hadn't intervened, he struck the 10 men spies who had instigated the whole mess with the terminal plague. And he told the people through Moses, because of their disbelief and rebellion, they would never enter the land that he had promised. They had to wander around in the wilderness for 40 years until the generation characterized by disbelief and rebellion, like that was their default outlook and behavior, until they had died out and their children had become adults. Now you can imagine the impact all of this had on the next generation. Those Joshua, Moses' successor, finally led into the promised land. And the conversations they might have heard during their formative years regarding why they and their parents were wandering about instead of settled in homes and cities. They knew precisely what disbelief and disobedience could cost. For 40 years, they paid the price for their parents' disobedience. But they had also experienced the provision and guidance of God as he led them day after day and year after year with a cloud that shielded them from the sun's intense rays by day and a pillar of fire that lit their path by night. They'd eaten the manna that fell from the sky, the quail that God sent to them in Exodus chapter 16, and they had quenched their thirst, all two million or so of them, from water that God made gush from her walk. Can you envision that? They'd learned a lesson their parents never had, and that was that they could trust God, that they needed to trust God, in fact, in order to live the joy and peace-filled life that he had for them. And so, as today's verse states, they served God for as long as Joshua, their fearless and faithful leader, was alive. But... If you continue on in Judges, a few verses later, we read, after that whole generation had been gathered to their ancestors, another generation grew up who neither knew the Lord nor what he had done for Israel. Both verse 7 and verse 10 reminds us of how quickly an entire nation can change, which reminds us of how quickly you and I the people who help make up our nations can change as well. There's danger in forgetting. Danger for our lives personally, but also for our children and our grandchildren as well. Unfortunately, it's super easy to get out of the habit of going to church, of reading our Bibles or praying as a family. And that's been basically true these past few years when all of our normal rhythms have been so drastically disrupted. 
We gain strength and help build strength into the hearts of the next generation, however, when we take time to receive, to reflect, to act, to discuss, and to remember. To receive, reading or listening to God's word preserved in scripture. To reflect upon it, asking God to show us how each day's passage applies to us. To act, putting steps to whatever truth principle or command God reveals. To discuss, taking the time to share his life-changing truth with others, with our children, with our grandchildren, with our neighbors, with our nieces and nephews, inviting them to experience his goodness for themselves, and to discuss what we learn with a group of peers who can hold us accountable and encourage us in our faith journey. And finally, to remember, to take time periodically to think back on all God has done, on all he has shown us over the past week, the past month, the past year, the past decade, and throughout our lives. That is how we stand strong in Christ. That is how we'll best strengthen the generations after us. And it's a powerful way we can help preserve the good in our communities. Let's pray. Holy Father, you have been so faithful to us. You have been so faithful to all mankind, and we can read about your faithfulness throughout Scripture. And you've been faithful to preserve those words for us so that we can use them to strengthen and to encourage our souls. Help us to reflect on your truth. Help us to find people that we can dialogue with about those truths. Help us to share those truths with others. And help us to reflect on all of the ways that you have loved us, that you've been with us, that you've guided us, all the ways that you've worked on our behalf. Strengthen our hearts, Lord, in you so that we may remain firm in your truth and in your grace. And help us to point others to you as well and to the strength and the mercy and the grace that only you can provide. In the name of your Son, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders, with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. 
Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an eternal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists, but when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. Hey friend, I'm Brooke McLaughlin, host of the Everyday Prayers Podcast, a ministry of million praying moms. And I'm here to invite you to partner with God for the hearts of your children on the daily. Our goal at Everyday Prayers is to help moms understand and pray God's word. Join us each weekday as we share insights from God's word for today's Christian mom. Tune in to the Everyday Prayers Podcast in your favorite app or by visiting lifeaudio.com.